You are listening to The Unlabeling Effect. We gather here every other week to explore all things mental health. Let us be part of your support system to inspire and motivate you to take care of your well-being. We, Vivian, Risha, and myself, Melody, welcome you to our UE community. Let's commence on this week's episode on what happens when we struggle to find closure. A simple definition of closure is that it's an impulse that our human brains have to make sense out of a situation. The purpose of us having closure is to provide us the ability to move forward. It's when we feel like why something had happened the way it happened. When our brain is very confused or not sure what happened, we might constantly go back or think and reflect on what happened at that event or in that relationship that didn't work out the way you wanted it to be. We have the tendency to constantly look for answers. I'm your host, Melody, and here with me today are Vivian and Risha. Hi, guys. Hey. Hi. Hi. So reflecting on the topic or on this conversation on closure, is it something that you both also constantly think about is it something that in your life that you feel like there's a lack of closure that you're still seeking for it strikes my mind when I look at this topic would be my previous romantic relationship I didn't have a closure because of um, COVID and we were in a really long like a chronic long distance relationship and um, we didn't see each other for two years and uh, I just couldn't feel the love and presence of of him anymore so I just kind of called it quits but then till date we I didn't really have the closure or to understand what went wrong or how his narrative is around this relationship or this ends to the relationship reflecting back on our own life do you think you have any events in your life that you're still lacking of closure for some friendship groups that I've just met the trait of my people pleasing tendency does crop up a little bit and when things don't look like or pan out the way that I expected I did try to proactively seek for an answer to make sense of what went wrong but then because of the shallowness of that kind of relationship I wouldn't have that brave as strong Mm. as uh, perhaps a romantic relationship that I ended earlier. Yeah, so I guess it's my understanding is that, yes, there are closures that are yet to be found, but those are not at a scale where they would affect you on a daily basis. I think it would be useful to elaborate a bit more on like what is closure or Mm. what are the things that we would be categorized as unsolved closure. Elaborating on the can't stop thinking about it element. It also reminds me of Rita, like she always plays out like different scenarios. So it's kind of thinking, what could I have done? Like, can I do it better? Like, what's the outcome? And then it's you just go back and forth and you couldn't let go of the fact that it didn't happen the way you think should happen. It's very related to our letting go episode in season one. As I mentioned, I when I first met a, a new group perhaps and the people pleasing tendency of myself will be there and I would just try to read the room and respond the way that I think it's appropriate in that context. But then mm-hmm. as I remember one gathering that I met a group of uh, colleagues and, um, and they kind of made a plan with me as well that we are going to go to beach together um, the following weekend but then that didn't happen 
And I was just thinking whether I have done something wrong that I got excluded from that date or was it that the plan just got cancelled because people just went radio silent when I was just asking is the date still on and Mm. that kind of made myself doubt my interaction with them wasn't wasn't as good as I thought it was I proactively seek for closure to see whether they give me an answer of oh it just got cancelled people just couldn't make it or was it just that I got left out because they just didn't fight with me But then because of the shallowness of that relationship, it was just a brief encounter. I didn't really think too much about it after um, maybe a day. Was it difficult for you to ask for that closure? It wasn't too difficult because I already established a practice of just try and um, seek an answer. If you didn't get it, then that's the problem. And you've done whatever you have within your ability to get to where you want. But if that Mm -hmm. didn't happen, that's okay. And, mm-hmm. um, but I also have to put myself, myself into perspective that is it my tendency of wanting to be included in that group? So that kind of reflective um, idea also gives myself the closure without them validating that closure. What Rita said is the best case scenario. Like you got the answers that you wanted, but in a lot of cases, whether it's a very complicated family relationship or a personal failure or like a romantic relationship. Like sometimes when we don't get the answers, it definitely is more difficult to move on on that because the effectiveness of you giving yourself closure is not as good as people giving you closure (laughs) from my experience. Because it's almost like you want that reassurance, you want to hear that answer from someone else, because yourself, your brain just couldn't, or it was struggling to understand what happened. And you just constantly reopening the wound. And these are usually the events that would shaken our self-worth. And that's why you're constantly trying to understand what happened. Did I do something wrong? Like, is it me? Is the problem with me? Um, so there are a lot of emotions or resentment that we're still holding on to that we are trying to understand or make sense of it. Reflecting on Rita's example, I do think you've handled it so well. And that is also because it's a relationship that didn't hurt you that much. It didn't really leave you too much um, of a wound because your relationship with them are only starting, right? Or going back to what Viv mentioned just now, It's a lot harder when, for example, you've been hurt by someone or when there was a loss of someone that Mm -hmm. you might not be able to find closure or you might not be able to ever hear from them the answer that you want them to tell you. Then how do you find that closure? I also think that the key word here is acceptance. Most of the time, like us not being able to let go, we just cannot accept what really happened. It led me to think that maybe ego is something that we can talk about because ego is our own identity towards ourselves, right? So we expect something from ourselves, like whether to make a relationship work or, or to achieve certain goals, but it's the sense of control that we want to acquire from the other person. So It's almost like how to accept that things is just the way it is. Okay, like people are flaky or, oh, like this person is just not right for you. Because at the end of the day, if you think about it logically, the the people that you don't get closure from, those are not the people you should surround yourself with. And logically, it makes so much sense. And 
it is for the better good that you're no longer tied to them, right? But then emotionally, like why cannot our emotion catch up with our head? I think it happens all the time. <laughs> Do you guys have like similar experiences in that regard? I would like to share an example. A very typical seeking for closure example is from past relationships, romantic relationships. I have been with someone for seven to eight years and we didn't end things because one party had done something wrong or it's not something like that but it's to do with we couldn't really quite see that we could have a future breaking up even though I knew that the answer was that okay we both knew that because of the distance the relationship would not work but then I had struggled for I don't know three four years I think at least to even like actually get that closure is insane like I've been holding on to that I constantly will be playing back on a lot of beautiful moments of the relationship things that we could have done better that we might be able to grow and maybe you know build a better foundation so that the long distance relationship could work like it was just me constantly looping in my mind going back and forth but not actually finding a closure that could satisfy my thought my brain so that I really had to get through three to four years of going back and forth in this relationship all the moments all the memories um, all the scenarios playing in my mind um, before I actually recently saw him and then we spoke about things and then it was like it was like a proper wrap-up four years to yeah. find closure. And I think now looking back, it was mainly because I didn't work on the closure on my own. I didn't try to seek for that closure within me. I was I had like the impression that closure had to come from someone else. It had to come from him. And that's why it was a it was a closure that I couldn't find for a very long time. But it does sound to me that it's like you're having a tough time letting go instead of finding closure because actually you know the context or you know you have all the answers you know why you have you both have mutually chose to break up and you know what the future brings and you know all, all the answers so you are having a tough time in letting go instead of finding closure and also like when you talked about you know, you guys have a proper like presentation style wrap up. That's also a closure that it's like from the external. It's not like 100% within you, right? The real closure that I was looking for, or I had an expectation in my mind of how a closure should be. Um, It was us sitting down, checking up on each other, making sure we're both doing well, and we're happy that each other have moved on. I think in my mind, having that conversation was the closure that I was seeking for. Being able to feel calm again, knowing that we're both happy as two separate individuals and that we're still here for each other. I think Mm -hmm. knowing that we're both still emotionally and physically um, there to support each other is the ultimate closure that I was looking for personally. I'm sure different people have different expectations of closure. Yeah, for me, the definition of closure is actually just to get all the answers um, about why the relationship ended or how you have seen me in this uh, chapter of our story. So to put this in context again, 
in my previous romantic relationship, it ended after two years of not being able to see each other because of COVID. And I called the relationship quits mainly because I couldn't feel his presence and my life wasn't uh, being shared with him anymore and vice versa. So towards a point when I asked for a breakup, he couldn't take it because he couldn't see where I'm coming from. And till date, I couldn't get a closure because of all the intense emotion that he had whenever I bring this topic up. How could this wound be healed properly by laying it on the table and just have the clarity? I just want to know whether I'm a bad person in his chapter or in the, our story. I just, that shakes my self-worth because I didn't see it myself that way. I just want him to understand my side of the story and why I made this call. He didn't allow that answer to sink in. He was all defensive, um, just trying to say that, oh, you're a liar. Whatever you have said during that relationship were all lies. You don't know what is love. Just all of this bombarding you with all the questions, you knew that your answers never sink in. Without that clarity, it's really hard for me to move on. You don't want to be accused of um, being someone that's so selfish or that's, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think having the wrong impression of you. I think this is the closure that you might be seeking for. A hundred percent. I feel like it's contradicts to what I really, how I really see myself. And mm-hmm. I'm totally a bad guy and a villain in his story. Mm-hmm. But if I've done everything in my power to get my clarity across but if that didn't happen all I could seek closure is within myself saying that I've done everything and I meant no harm throughout and I did this for my own mental health and for my own growth and you can't be the good person and the hero in every single person's story and lifetime so if I have to be a villain in yours I think I just have to sit with it yeah the definition of closure from just getting answers in the beginning of the episode and then it's evolved to now where you want to be seen as who you think you are by another very important person in your life. I do think that is a huge ego thing because you want to align with that person like what my truth is. For example, if it's a situation right? A lot of the times it's miscommunication and things fall apart. And I think it sometimes people, especially people who have like a heavy sense of justice, I do feel like they're like, no, 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 no. You have to listen to me. But sometimes I now that I'm older and I experience more, I just think that you cannot make everyone see you exactly the way you see yourself most of the time. And it's very energy consuming or mentally consuming to set that expectation for yourself. And I think that is something that we can tweak or adjust is that the desire of getting answers or explaining ourselves if you just can let go of that desire I think that is the closure you actually need it's very similar to Rita's um, example I would say for example in in the workplace somebody misunderstood you and they think that you're incapable of your job but it's actually a miscommunication thing and for me it was hard to let go or it was hard to see closure because maybe the project already fell apart and people already formed their impression of you as a not so good manager, for example. And I was not in a place to see closure, maybe because the professional relationship has ended. Um, so I think it's 
it was hard for me to move forward because I wasn't seen or my ability wasn't shown to that particular person that I care about. Maybe it's a big client or maybe it's a it's a senior manager that I admire. And I think that is definitely an ego thing. Like, why would you want people to see you in certain like in a certain way? Because that's okay. Like if they think that you are a bad manager or something that you cannot control, then you should move forward to, you know, showing your ability in other projects, for example. But why would you hold on to that incident? It's because two things. So A, it's because my ability wasn't fully shown. But B is also that I was not in the position to ask for closure. So I think that was the contradiction. And that is that I really had to accept that in some people's eyes, I'm incapable. And in Rita's example, she's the villain. I think that was the, that was the mental misalignment that I had to live with for a very long time. I love the word acceptance. Being able to accept whatever had happened or the impression that you've built or established in someone's mind or that you would no longer or would ever be able to find answer with a lot of things that happen in life. But how do we move on from that? Because it's more important knowing that and accepting that sometimes you just won't ever get closure. So you still have to move on. So how do we move on? It was definitely hard to not get a closure, especially um, in relationship that you really cared a lot comes back and haunts you sometimes occasionally or even regularly um just as lonely nights you would just be oh what what went wrong there and um i never got a clarity what is he doing is he doing okay or is he still hating me that much i'll first evaluate whether i've done everything to reach out and try and attempt to get that closure because i cared about him knowing that we're on the same page would give me a peace of mind but every time I got reassurance that he's not ready and he might not be ever ready uh-huh. to um, re-expose that uh, wound. So, and that's okay. Maybe he needs more time or he might never want to look into that wound again. Towards the point I stopped that attempts because I know I've tried enough and mm-hmm. I could also see that reopening that wound is just going to hurt him further. After having all these clarities and answers that I found by reflecting on what went wrong or what were the problems that we have been mm. actually made my decision more solid and reasonable. Was there something toxic about this relationship that in the long run just wouldn't work? I think it's being able to step back and really analyze the whole situation is one of the most useful way to be able to fill the closure from within. It is definitely a very hard process. I think it's a lot of self-assurance that you are who you think you are so maybe in Rita's context then I need to reassure myself that no I am kind I know what I'm doing and for me to get better in giving that closure to myself or from within it's to really trust the process it's very vague I know also understanding there are so many different ways of thinking so it's it's like our communication style right so we can have the same intention but then how we do it or how we express it for example breaking up with someone there's so many ways to break up with someone the most effective way for myself is to accept that 
people are going to misunderstand you and you are going to also misunderstand people. But we only have this finite amount of energy or mental capacity or time. And you cannot go to everyone in your life and be like, let me explain to you what happened, uh, what I intended to happen. Do you want to be on the same page with me? Right. So there's just so many things in life that worth more of your time. So I think my main point is to understand that this is how the game works. You kind of need to weigh where you want to put your energy in. You just need to accept that you're not there to please everyone, right? The people who have the same mindset as you will certainly drawn to you. Um, but when people who don't have the same value or don't see things the same way, they just probably, as you said, they might interpret it differently. But I also think that there's a sense of forgiveness in you that you forgive that it's okay. Like they don't understand me. I think being able to have that generosity to forgive people or let go of different interpretations that are not necessarily your intention it makes you feel easier, right? To to move on. When you have to seek a closure in a relationship, meaning it's coming to an end, right? So there must be reasons, an array of reasons why this is falling apart. This journey of finding closure will not be easy because the relationship itself is having problem. And uh, I would say just don't rush it as well. Don't try to mm-hmm. rush the process. I do feel like the seeking of closure journey has to reach to a point that you have tried enough. Those attempts are actually made for yourself in getting closer to that closure. Not trying enough times is the main problem of not getting a closure is the emotional experience that we are not able to get over. Because again, it's the logic and emotion that they're they're not catching up. That desire of validation makes perfect sense. But when you really play it out in reality, it sounds very absurd if you really think about it, right? So do you need that person who betrayed you in the business to be like, I betrayed you? You don't need that. It's that you need to reassure yourself. I feel betrayed. And that makes sense. I love that we've covered different scenarios um, of the lack of closure in life and how we take different approach or, you know, for example, we talked about acceptance, we talked about forgiveness, we talked about um, reassurance. Ultimately, the purpose of us constantly trying to find closure is because we feel like we couldn't move on. From this conversation, the best takeaway that I have learned for myself is knowing how to shift my focus from seeking closure from someone else. It might be more beneficial and more efficient in a sense to try to seek closure from within. And that's all for today's episode on what happens when we struggle to find closure. Join us again next time when we talk about the art of checking in. Thank you for tuning in and let's continue the conversation on Instagram at Unlabeling Effect. Please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and iTunes and give us a rating. Until then, dare to feel, dare to be real.